Welcome to Dear So-and-So, a phone call between friends where we offer up advice that no one has asked us for. As always, we'll read some of our favorite advice column questions and give our unsolicited opinions. I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. Welcome to Dear So-and-So. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I do welcome. like when you say welcome, 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 because welcome. I imagine your arms out like you're a crystal hippie in Sedona oh. welcoming people um, to your sound bath studio. Totally. I've got my um, like my like silk kind of wrap over yeah, my arms. Exactly. I'm dripping with stone jewelry and welcome. I'm just here to say welcome, welcome, welcome. Exactly. Good. Okay. Uh, let's start here. So my wife and I are vacationing with her family. At dinner tonight, I had to take a phone call and I excused myself from the table. Mm. This is like live. Okay. So this is tonight. When I returned, my food was no longer at the table. I was told by my in-laws that I was to head to my room without dinner. <laughs> as, I was being, Sorry. as I was being insubordinate in interrupting dinner. I'm supposed to stay there for 24 hours. In the room? In the room. Okay. My wife tells me I should accept this to keep the peace. I don't want to. Am I being unreasonable? Should I accept this punishment? So they almost punished my sister-in-law for trying to sneak me food and have turned off the Wi-Fi. I'm obviously skirting that with cellular data to send in this fucking advice question in real time. Oh, my God. What oh, my I God. Like, she's writing. Like, this is happening from the locked closet. Yeah. Gender unknown. But they're they're with their wife's family. And um, they're like, what should I do to end this? I don't want to give away my exact age. But my wife and I are in our 30s. <laughs> <laughs> and they are under lockdown for he they are under lockdown for 24 hours um because they took a phone call during dinner what do you think <laughs> yes i mean yeah. this is your time you you gotta burrow out you brought this, this on is, yourself i guess no i think this is the moment where you use that shovel and you like shawshank redemption that you gotta Ooh. you gotta dig yourself out of the house that is like so 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 wrong the idea <laughs> that the wife said like it was the wait the wife yeah that yeah the, the wife says they should accept this to keep the peace to, yeah accept it to keep the peace also not their child oh my god not their <laughs> child oh my god and also wife okay wife is like just shut up and take it sister-in-law's like i'll at least try to sneak you some food but now sister-in-law's in trouble and they've turned off the wi-fi so it's like go to bed without dinner stay in your room for 24 hours no wi-fi the dedication <laughs> of the family though like in this day and age where wi-fi is like uh a necessary utility. A utility. Like we did have several shows we were hoping to finish on HBO tonight, but without that Wi-Fi, we will all just be sitting in silence. Yeah, and you should feel ashamed for yourself, caller. Um, yeah. You did this to us. I like the sister-in-law twist a lot. Yeah, oh, I think. God, me too. If it wasn't there, it, it wouldn't be as interesting. It is. It's like. Um, yeah, it says a lot without saying a lot about how these two siblings deal with their parents and like what they think is right and wrong and like how like the same crazy circumstances can produce two different reactions in people. Um, yeah, I just love I love it. It's it is, so interesting. It's very hard for me to believe that this sort of behavior on the part of the parents in law 
uh, like came out of nowhere. I'm always delighted by these little clips where it feels like, holy shit, how did that happen? Right, this like, one from like zero to 60, but obviously it couldn't have. That's right. what Matt said. I read this one to Matt today and right. Matt was just like... He was like, like, what happened at the previous dinner? Yeah, he was like, there is so much going on here that is not on the page. Exactly. What is the deal? Right, 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 right. Yeah. Oh my God. And if only we could know, but we if can't only. know. So my answer is... Leave. Uh, yeah, you gotta leave. <laughs> right. Gotta, yeah, I think. That, yeah, I would. I would leave through a window. To be honest, I yeah, tie some sheets together. <laughs> exactly. Um, really leave them make, dangling. Make, make a escape. show of it. Yeah. Well, they have. It looks like um, in the course of this night, have gone to bed. Like have let them be. Send them to their room. Right. Woof. Whoa, 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 whoa. Woof is right. Woof. I do want to read you this one from Slate. Great. My coworker. Martina, in quotation marks, and I have never met in person. She joined the company a month ago, long after the office-wide work-from-home mandate was made. We've both been assigned a big project, and in our first Zoom call, she she deduced I was a Taurus. That's going to be a big problem, she told me. Martina is an Aries. And I guess Uh an Aries doesn't get along well with a Taurus? I, wasn't I think sure. that's right. Yeah, I think that's right. I wasn't sure how to respond to her proclamation, so I moved the meeting on without addressing it. Sure, N- yeah. Now the project is going well, but whenever Martina disagrees with me or if something doesn't go how we planned, she blames it on my astrological sign. I'm really frustrated, and while I don't want to demean her beliefs, it's difficult to fix issues when she thinks something is a facet of my personality. Right. How should I approach this? Oh, my God. Yeah, it is. You're right. It's going to be impossible because it's written in the stars. Nothing can be changed. There's no point in improving everything. You're a Taurus. They're an Aries. Part of the reason you don't even get it is because you're a Taurus. (laughs) That's like part of the reason you don't agree or believe. Um, I I knew that you would understand this one (laughs) deeply. Um, I think that the you need to look at here's here's how you confront this with this person because they live in this world like it to them this is like it's a whole cosmology there's no reasoning with them so what what Taurus needs to do Mm. is make up a rising sign that is compatible with Aries and say I think we can find a workaround after all my rising sign is Gemini okay. or like okay. whatever like yeah 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 is that the right answer is it Gemini is that the correct one I think so I think um, this person like I in a situation like this needs some actually like really solid like right. I don't just need <laughs> advice I need like a script you can look up compatibilities between signs it's not hard okay. like it's like very apparent like there's like lists and lists um just like look up Aries and it'll say like friend compatibility romantic compatibility some might even say like coworker compatibility like okay, it's, out, okay. it's out there it's not hard to find and then like this is the script oh my god i you're right here we are again just an aries and a taurus disagreeing i know we can find a way through this though after all my rising sign is blank mm, okay does Done. rising sign have to do with the day that you were born or the time of day you're born like the time does, of day yeah okay the great time, time of, day. of day so there's no way <laughs> That Martina could like dig deep enough to know. No. Okay, right, right, right. No. Without getting your birth certificate. Exactly. And if that happens, like we found out some other information about Martina that's troubling and like it's a very troubling different vein. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. And at which point um, you have to go to HR. Yeah, exactly. Like that's yeah. an invasion of privacy and you can go to HR. So like right. then you, you take care of that problem that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. I'm glad this was so clear cut to me. I just had a moment, just a strike of inspiration was just like, oh, I know how this works. I, I, your advice is like probably so much more well received than what my advice in that situation would be. Well, what is your advice in this situation? You just say to this person, I'm not going to fucking talk about astrology with you anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's the real and rational thing to do, but yours Okay, well, is, here's... <laughs> yours is actually touching on, like, what, may, what like, brings you to a coworker and allows you to, like, work well with them. Well, here's another one you can do <laughs> that's using Alyssa's advice, um, but also in the cosmology of astrology. You say, mm. so sorry, you're right. I'm a fixed sign. I'm a Taurus. You're going to have to work around me. I'm just, I'm a fixed sign. Like, can you, can, are you, can you draw upon your strengths as a, as an air sign to maybe like meet me halfway. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Flower child over here has the answers for you. Yes. You're welcome. Yeah. (laughs) So much. (laughs) Oh, I can't. You know me so well. Thank you so much for picking this question. I, you're welcome. (laughs) I want to hit you with a new one. Okay. I'm Um, so excited. It's from Slate. Okay, great, 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 great. great, great. Hopefully you haven't, hopefully you haven't run this one already. My six-year-old recently wanted to put a temporary tattoo on her face for picture day at her school. We have generally been... I'm sorry, say it again, a temporary tattoo on her face? (laughs) My six-year-old recently wanted to put a temporary tattoo on her face for Mm -hmm. picture day at her school. Mm-hmm. We, have, we have generally been of the opinion that our kids can dress or adorn themselves as they please, as long mm. as they aren't doing anything permanent or that would get them kicked out of class. However, I didn't particularly want to have her wear a distracting tattoo on her face for mm. her school picture. Sure. Assuming the school would allow it, would you let your kid wear the tattoo? Does it matter what age they are? Mind you, this was not a small one with, say, a butterfly or stars. It was a palm-sized, bright pink square with a picture of a mom and a baby from the movie Storks with the word Storks on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, wow. Sincerely, pretty cool mom. Pretty cool mom. Pretty cool mom. This is one that I have, like, no advice on because I don't have I don't have a wee one while running around the house. No one cares about that. I went into that accent. Alyssa, no one has asked for your advice. No one has asked you if you're qualified. You're just giving it. (laughs) It's true. Like, Um, not a problem. As somebody who draws a temporary tattoo onto her own face every day, I am uh, I'm pro face adornment let me remind you Alyssa. it is a palm-sized bright pink square with a picture of a mom and a baby from the movie storks with the word storks on it i've 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 neither seen uh the movie storks nor do i know whose palm it is the size of it's a it's a six-year-old's face so it really (laughs) doesn't matter a palm-sized yeah yeah, a palm-sized thing is like pretty big on a six-year-old no matter what I think I found the picture. We can put it in the show notes. Oh, perfect. Um, <laughs> I, I think this is so great. I think your um, child, when you show them this picture of like you insisted this was what you were going to do, um, is a way better story than you wanted to do this thing, but I wouldn't let you because I thought it would embarrass us both. Come on, right? Come on. This is going to be such a funnier story if you let them do it. Just let them do it. Yes. Yeah. So this is from Slate. It is not signed, yeah. though I would like to sign it from, well, I would like to later give her an ocean-themed name. You got it. Obviously. I, please do. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I have had an exclusively beach-themed Christmas tree for about 15 years because it matches my home's decor, and quite frankly, I'm a bit obsessed with all things seaside. All my ornaments are sentimental from trips and the times I've lived by the ocean. I had children a few years ago who are ocean-themed named, <laughs> and my mother-in-law wanted to start getting them ornaments. To my horror, last year she got each of them several forest critter ornaments and aggressively asked why they weren't on the tree. When aggressively I capitula- asked. Yes. Yeah. Yes. When I capitulated and put them in non-visible areas, she got upset and moved them up front. She is generally <laughs> domineering toward me, and this is just one more bizarre outlet toward her, uh, outlet for her. My husband doesn't want to get in the middle parentheses he doesn't care about christmas anyways another parentheses added by me he's jewish Mm -hmm. and i have floated a small tabletop tree for the girls but he's not wild about that idea either parentheses for me he's jewish right i am really thinking about the long term these ornaments could pile up and take over my theme which would make me sad i take a lot of joy from my mermen octopuses flamingos (laughs) etc octopuses my apologies Oops. am i being unreasonable or should i make a stand signed under the sea oh man under the sea. under the sea oh i was really off key no Let's i mean do i, I don't again. think i was on key either okay hit me oh my god yes take a fucking stand it's clear you care it's yeah clear this is also this has nothing to do with your husband this is between you and your mother-in-law so mm-hmm. don't rope him into it. Fight your own battle. But um, oh my God, you this has you so upset to the point where you're thinking about tabletop trees. You're thinking about the future. You've named your kids for all I know, flamingo, merman, and octopusy. <laughs> so like, is octopusy a more femme name or a little bit more butch? I think it's a little bit butch. Um, <laughs> I think, as we all know, that um, Ursula has become, like, kind of a butch icon. Well, I guess she's not a butch icon. She's like a body paws icon. In any case, you know, my, my advice is fucking die on this hill, man. Also, it's not hard. Just the next time your mother-in-law comes over and is like, um, excuse me, where are the forest critters? You just say, oh, my Christmas tree is themed. It's ocean themed. And then you move on. Like that's right. literally it. And like if you're if you're if your mother-in-law wants to take it further, put on your battle armor and go to town. But I don't think you'll have to. I think if you just say Well, oh, her trident, right? Like that's her yes, battle armor. Yes. Yes. Put on <laughs> grab your trident, go go to sea battle. Um, call Poseidon. <laughs> um put you know like make your offerings to poseidon and uh do it you know it's not but yeah totally you're absolutely entitled because clearly this means a lot to you to just say oh you know um thank you so much for those ornaments but as you might have noticed my christmas tree is themed so as you might have noticed your grandchildren are are themed are named merman octopusy and flamingo so yeah as um, you might have noticed you might want to tailor your gifts appropriately thank you so much i let the kids play with the forest critters in their room as toys i actually don't think that this theme is like that uh like i find a i find a normality 
to what this person is talking about. That a part of me is like has a really deep level of respect and care for people who have this level of care for Huge. one specific thing. Like how you said, die, die on that hill. Like yeah. this is this matters to her. Listen She's, to this. How could you not empathize with this sentence? I'm really thinking about the long term. These ornaments could pile up and take over my theme, which would make me sad. Right. You know, I mean, come on, man. What 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 cruel cruel mother-in-law uh, wants right. to make her sad? It's just like, you know, just chill. It's not your Pick fucking another Christmas fight, lady. Tree. Yeah. Mother-in-law. Back yeah. off, mother-in-law. Um yeah. her children's names are Merman, Octopussy, and Flamingo. Yeah. And if we know anything about Octopussy, she's going to grow up to be everybody's favorite dyke. Everyone's favorite dyke. Yeah. Okay. So this is from the Times. And this is from Christine, who lives in Seattle. Yeah. All right. I felt uncomfortable with the idea of donating money to candidates in elections in which I have no voting rights, such as senators in states other than my own. I always believe that only... I always believed, pardon, that only those able to vote in an election who will be directly affected by it have the right to donate to the candidates. It has become clear to me, however, that individual senators and other elected officials outside my state do indeed have a powerful effect on the entire country. Is it appropriate for me to donate to candidates in elections in which I cannot vote? Christine. Oh, okay. So... Do, do I need to go through the whole journey of my emotions about this? Or should I just cut, <laughs> cut to the chase? Because I, Whatever you feel. Because I do relate, Christine. Like, I do as, like, a, you know, now a Californian elite. Um, don't feel great about giving my money, putting my money in places where it, like, go, you know, like, where I don't, where I don't sort of, like, live the consequences. I'm with you. Like, I'm very, I, like, I'm a little, I feel, I feel that it's wrong. However, Mm -hmm. however, um, two things are true. One thing that is true is there are PACs um, that are collecting money from God knows where that fund most of these candidates. Most of these candidates get their money from outside of their um, jurisdictions. So sorry, but like, uh, it's just what's happening. Another thing that is true, oh my (laughs) God, is that um, one of the tactics that people on the right use is that they'll like make an issue for like a, a you know like a state level issue um they'll like sue the state or they'll sue you know like for the purpose of raising it up to the supreme court to challenge it, rights we have already won yes like to challenge roe versus wade to challenge like the right to an equal education to challenge like yes! all of these things that are fucking terrible um that we've already won those rights and yet like local local um actors are like passing legislation that for the explicit purpose of it getting challenged so that they can take it to the supreme court it is terrible therefore you cannot let these legislators get elected in these places like they are there specifically to make like make changes to federal policy so fuck them get them out of there donate to the people you want it's just where we're at but okay but and or and or <laughs> this is like the and next or. part of the journey if, okay, if you still feel very like if you're like god i can't get over this i really do feel like this is wrong like it is politics wrong. should be local politics like, should be I local yeah if this is how you feel 
you should actually be putting your money not toward these candidates, maybe, but toward um, election reform, toward election, like f- election, elect. Oh my God, what is it? Campaign finance reform. You can put yes. your mo- you can put your money and your energy toward campaign finance reform. You can put your money and your energy toward redistricting. Where it's 2020, we're doing a new census. A lot of these districts, like you, feel bad about like you know getting involved in elections representing people that aren't you know like representing not your jurisdiction. But often these jurisdictions that have been drawn, like these like districts that have been drawn, represent insane groups. Of people that make no sense um we need to redistrict so those are two places you can invest that will maybe like start to close the gap um i desperately hope christine is listening and i in my mind she's a millionaire (laughs) like yeah like she works for amazon we've been looking for she's like she's like the 20th employee at amazon she's like a multi-billionaire she and all this time she's just like not been (laughs) donating huge because she just had this misunderstanding about how campaign finance works totally. yeah she's just like i don't i just feel like Ooh, just, wrong about uh, it and she's just been like sitting on a giant sum of money god christine get uh, out there and mobilize get in I'm so there baby for her yeah i can't wait oh my god put your money where your mouth is i'm really oh yeah christine call wait. me let's talk all right this is from the independent it's called confused from confused in connecticut dear annie i have a problem I am 13 years old and now getting homeschooled because of COVID-19. I have video calls with my teachers and lots of homework afterward. We have three pets, two dogs and one cat. The problem is that I do not know how to give them all the same amount of infect- of affection. Oh. It, is, <laughs> it is challenging when I'm doing work and one dog or... Um, My cat comes up on the couch and I give it affection, but then another pet might see me giving an affection to one of them. The other one gets jealous. I cannot figure out how to give them an equal amount of affection. Confused in Connecticut. I know this one hits you It hits me so hard because I, I, as a child, had these same exact thoughts. Like I had, always, always we had in our house one dog, one cat at all times. Mm -hmm. And, um just constantly would just be like laying on the carpet next to my cat. My cat is purring. Like I'm kind of curled around the cat and maybe eight years old. Next thing I know, I look across the hallway. There's our golden retriever. Oh fuck. (laughs) You know, like what do I do now? Um, Oh no. You know, Oh God. Um, And I mean, I don't know. I just want to be clear. Okay, I, I know. I don't know. I am allergic to pets. Confused in Connecticut. So, okay, first of all, so sorry, Alyssa, you're missing out on like a deep joy. Oh, man, confused in Connecticut. Here's what I have to say. The good news, I have some good news to share with you. As much as this probably pains your heart, the good news is that your animals have very short-term memories. Like when... Okay, the thing is their brain... Is that science? Yeah, this is my science. I made it up. But when you're okay. when you're with your pet and you're giving it just like your attention and love, it's not remembering that time it watched you give it to the other pet. It's not really Mm -hmm. remembering much of anything. Your pets live in the moment. So like, just know that every moment you're spending with your pet, either pet, like petting it and touching it and giving it affection, it is the best moment of their life in that moment. It's so nice it's, to be a dog. It's true, though. And, like, so you just get, like, don't worry about it too much. Don't try to keep a mental tabulation. Just enjoy the moments you're in with each of your pets. You know, if it occurs to you, like, oh, gosh, I haven't snuggled the doggo yet. Um, go snuggle the doggo by all means. You know, it sounds yeah. like maybe you're, like, 
okay, I also have to do schoolwork. So I can't just go back and forth between each of my three pets. Like, that's fine. It's okay. Um, they'll be a little bummed, but in like an hour when you get to take a break, just like love on those little dudes, you know? I will say, like, you bring up a really wonderful point about also living your best life, yeah. which is that when you live your life with a sense of anxiety that you are not giving to those around you Ugh. in the way that you think you should, it like ruins your own joy in it's that moment. so true. Oh yeah, welcome to the world, Confused in Connecticut. <laughs> so sorry, this is the rest of your life. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> this is just a young child realizing that like her time for the rest of her life is going to be split between so many different obligations. Yeah. But in reality, if we actually can be better about being like, okay in this five minutes yeah. uh, for for doing A and B and not C, then like, man, we really get to be happier We people. do. We really do. We get to enjoy, you know, enjoy the the times that we're in. And um, you, there's no reason that those, that those moments of pleasure doing whatever you're doing shouldn't be pleasurable, you know? Right. Like, there's so little pleasure in the world, and there's going to be so little pleasure in your life, quite frankly, as you get, like, just... Oh, just take it while you can. Just try to be there exactly. and enjoy it. Oh, that was beautiful. Oh, I love that question. What a nice sentiment. Elizabeth, it's always a pleasure chatting with you. I agree. Oh, interesting. So thanks for agreeing. I yeah, I like that you didn't yes. argue with me. You're not like, no, let me take I... the pleasure. Make it mine. Also, like, fucking take the compliment once in a while. It's so nice that yeah, to, to receive is, a compliment. Yeah. Take, Thank you. you. Of course. I'm happily happy to give you this compliment. Um, listeners, our new website, dearsoandso.pizza. You can submit questions of your own. Yes. Send us your favorite advice column questions that you'd like to hear our answers to. Please. And engage. We're lonely. En- <laughs> <laughs> We're unemployed. It's hard for me to strip the sarcasm out of my voice. But let me start again. I would okay. be so delighted to receive an email from any one of you, dear listeners. Anybody <laughs> in the world. Yeah. And I also don't mean to dismiss the like unique individual relationship we're about to develop with each and every one of you by saying, <laughs> it doesn't matter who you are. Mm. That's not exactly what I mean. But yeah. I do kind of mean that. Right. Yeah. I understand. I don't re- they understand. Yeah. <laughs> you understand us. You know us now. Our music is by Busy Hemphill. This has been Dear So-and-So. I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. We'll be back next week. See you then. Bye. I have a weird memory to address right now. Oh, let's do it. We have never had a Christmas tree in mm-hmm. our house because we are Jewish. Jewish. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> Jewish. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Somewhere in this house is a mermaid ornament. Ooh, like, yeah. I distinctly remember that it exists. It has a sparkly tail. Yep. Why I remember that is because if you put glitter on anything, glitter's on everything. Glitter's on everything. Uh-huh. If you put if you put glitter on anything, glitter's on everything. Related, s- sorry, related truism. If your neighbor has a wind chime, you have a wind chime. Oh, my goodness. Have I not <laughs> told you this wonderful memory from Sandy, New York? Or maybe it was the storm. Actually, I think it was the storm right after Sandy. Yeah. I was walking around Alphabet City. Mm-hmm. 
and I passed a very large apartment complex where there was a note on the door, like a handwritten note on the door that said, 70 miles an hour wind predicted for tonight. Do the right thing. Take down your wind chime. Oh my god, do the right thing. Do the right thing. But also, oh my goodness, oh my East god. Village Liver, what are you doing with a wind chime? Yeah, good question. Like, how on earth are wind chimes allowed? Indeed. They they shouldn't they should be outlawed. Um I know that like legislation to pass this kind of stuff is tricky. Like if we've if we've learned why? anything. Why it's pretty easy to make a ballot measure. <laughs> yes. I, I, don't, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. We just need yeah. like 2,000 signatures or something. Oh, yeah, easy. Get that, get that on a ballot. I was recently reminded that somebody made it a ballot measure back in like 2006 to make um, fluff sandwiches the official sandwich of Massachusetts. Whoa. They lost. 